Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Coming up on TMS, I don't like milkshake. Peace! Scott ordered five guys and enjoyed every second of it. You're in for a great shake. A pot in every chicken. A whack is technically a stroke. Food-grade fibrous scaffolding. All coked up on cans. Like velvet in that little tiger's fire. I'm glad you got that one. No problem. Anthony Garcia, famous actor. Chinese spy has can-do spirit. Get your junk in the middle. This disease is annoying. They all go by the name Kevin. Spaghettification with Bobby. Embarrassing balls with Bill and more on this episode of... The morning stream. Come along, come along, don't delay. Today is a magical day. Come along, come along, bring your smile and spend a while with Grandpa. This is the morning stream. It puts the lotion in the basket. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to TMS. It is May 17th, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Nibbit. Hi, Brian Nibbit. Hi, Scott Johnson. How are you? I'm good, man. You know, look, my <laughs> wife really needs to come home, really, is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Okay? What did you eat last night? What uh, What was... Uh... <laughs> we door five guys, and that's fine, except I was like, you know what? Okay, normally when I do five guys, that hamburger, not the double one, not the big one, but the yeah, one they call good. little, is plenty yeah, big. Yeah. Yeah, plenty big. But yeah. I still, I yet I looked at it and went, that doesn't look big enough. Oh no, really? Yeah. <laughs> so I ordered the double patty one and then put everything on it, and that thing was a monster. And I loved every bite of it, but I'm I'm a freaking disgusting man. That's what I am right now. Oh man, I what know. are you doing? I know. What are you doing? It's I know. The, uh, it's menuitis. There's like a there is a isn't it the thing where like you look at a menu and even if you have your heart set on nope, I'm having this. I'm I'm driving there. I'm getting this salad. I'm on my way over there. I'm getting this salad. Leaking at the menu. Oh, you know that does look really good. Is that is that just deep fried uh, butter? I'll just have the deep fried butter, please. Thank yeah. you. And now they do vertical uh, vertical orientation, high definition freaking video food. <laughs> right. Uh, Carter says I don't think the milkshake milkshakes helped either. Did you oh. get a milkshake, Scott? So here's the other funny thing about that. So we see these, you know, I'm looking at the stuff and I'm like, we got drinks here. We don't need drinks. We can just get the burger and we'll share. We did share an order of uh, Cajun fries, so we weren't being too bad there. Uh-huh. Uh, but I looked at the thing and I sa- it says, you want to add a shake? I'm like, well, I don't know. What are these now? And I clicked it and it says 30 calories. And I went, my brain. <laughs> per sip. <laughs> per, per square uh, millimeter is 30 calories. <laughs> right. So I said, oh, that doesn't sound so bad. I'll just put that on there mindlessly. And I get it. And Carter goes, you know, that's probably not good for you. And I said, why? I go, it's only 30 calories. She's like, I think it's 30 more if it's strawberry flavored, but there's like a base 
Mm-hmm. There's like a base calorie count that is just oh, the shake. Oh, just the flavoring. Yes, right. Yeah. Exactly. So I think that's – I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why it was in my head to justify it that way. Maybe it was because of what we were doing. We were sitting down to watch Shawshank Redemption finally. It's yeah. the first time. I've seen this movie, I don't know, 30, 20, 30 times. Carter's seen it once, so or that was her first viewing. So we sat down last night. It was our uh, dad-daughter, let's watch all the important movies night. Mm-hmm. And uh, – and I was so focused on that, I think I just made some poor eating decisions. But uh, that movie, I'm telling I'd like you right to now. say that Five Guys Burgers came out the other side. <laughs> I'd like to say that. But it I tra- traveled through how many yards in a man's intestine? <laughs> um, Scott Johnson delivered a mile of shit. And came out disgusting on the other side. <laughs> anyway, it was uh, that is just such a great movie it doesn't matter how, t- how many times you see it it's a per- it's a perfect film it's a, agreed it's, i yeah. mean are there there probably a list of 10 movies ever that you can call perfect i think this is one of them i'm, mm-hmm. I'm you know opinions will differ yep. but gosh dang man and she loved it i was really happy that she finally got to see it now she's going to make me we have to do this little like tit for tat so i have to watch some anime thing she's been pushing mm-hmm. only fair i forgot what yep. it's called um Oh, Mob Psycho. Anyone else out there hear this? This hmm. Mob Psycho anime business? She apparently is a huge fan of it, loved it, and is dying for me to watch it. So, uh, oh yeah, chat, chat's agreeing. It's oh, great. Rainbow Bright. Uh, well, lots of people loving Mob Psycho. All cool. right. I'm going to do it then. I told her I'd start watching yeah. it a little bit tonight. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll give it a, a taste. And I told her, look, you're, I'm jumping the line here. I got like Loki and, uh, you know, yeah, I'm, Parasite's Parasite. a, uh, you know, it's also a very good, uh, important movie in uh, the history of uh, cinema. Right. It seems like it does seem the first important. Foreign film, the first Korean film to get best picture, maybe the first foreign film to get best. There's some, there's some honorific that it has with regard to the Oscars that is more than just, uh, I know it's definitely the first Korean film. I don't know about yeah. foreign though. Maybe foreign? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it is. Yeah. Might not well, be the same. all I know is, yeah, I got a lot to watch, but I definitely want to watch that. You know what I really want to watch too is that uh, Tokyo Vice thing that's on uh, HBO. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at that and I'm looking at the Gary Oldman thing, Slow Horses. Oh, and yeah. I'm saying, all right, which one are we start next? Because, you know, it's like uh, there's there's two on the list here that, that I want to check out. Yeah, Slow Horses looks great. It really does, yeah. There's about 10 things I want to see. But, you know, time only allows for so much, so we thought we would throw two and a half hours uh, toward Frank Mm -hmm. Darabont last night, and we were happy to do it. Nothing at all wrong with that. Like you know, if you're not going to watch Loki or Parasite, you 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 picked why you still chose wisely by yeah. picking uh, Shawshank. And I will say this: like a movie made in '94, which is when Shawshank came out, um, it looks as good cinematography wise, sound wise, uh, lighting, ADR use, this sort of stuff. It looks as good today mm-hmm. as it did then, and. That's amazing to me because that movie's only ten hour or ten hours, ten years after like you know uh, Temple of Doom and like eighty four. Mm-hmm. Like the mm-hmm. the changes in cinema um, tech and the how it looked between it, it, during that decade is astounding. Mm-hmm. But the fact that a movie from nineteen ninety four does not feel dated to me at all, yeah, it helps that it's set in the. 40s, 50s, and 60s. It itself is a period piece, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, and 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 they did a really good job of not having anyone accidentally have hair from 
the 90s. <laughs> Except Andy right. Dufresne's hair is occasionally a little 90s, but not too bad. Did, did his uh, kids ever finish playing that uh, weird space board game? <laughs> Basically, he must have, you know, left Shawshank and uh, and then yeah. had kids and then or got married, had kids, got a divorce, yeah. got this gorgeous big house somehow yeah him him and morgan freeman's character red got got married and uh right. later got divorced <laughs> that's it okay yeah that's All how right. that turned right. out um but what really got her if you want to take your you know your uh, you know carter carter how do i put this she's in a, i don't want to say she's an emotional kid because uh, it kind of have a negative connotation but she you know she can appreciate a, yeah. a sweet sad or, or she happy wears her heart on her sleeve and she does there's absolutely nothing wrong with nothing that. wrong with that at all what really got her in this viewing or this movie, I think, was the uh, was Brooks and his and his Raven Jack. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a sad. You throw an animal in there, and I think that's uh, he gets her. Every that's time. a uh, that's a button. That's yeah. one of <laughs> Carter's buttons. One of her buttons. <laughs> and we were remarking after it was over. We think the reason that movie is so strong. One of the reasons. There's many reasons, but one of the reasons it's so strong is it it somehow, it almost miraculously pulls off a 30 year time period. And conveys how it how that time must have felt to go by slowly mm-hmm. in a prison situation without the movie feeling overlong. Mm-hmm. It's a really hard thing to do, I think. And to have it accurately feel like, oh man, what a long time that is, without feeling like, man, what a long movie this is. You know what I mean? Like it's right, a, right. It's a weird, hard thing to do, and I don't know why Darabont isn't making more movies all day, every day. But that guy's freaking genius. I love him. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I, I was on some trip, some work trip, um, when I watched it, and I'm trying to remember. It was a uh, speaking of hotel rooms. Um, it was a weirdly set up hotel with a. A little tiny front room living room area with a TV. Usually, you get these these front room living room areas that are like, all right, we're going to make that, you know, decent sized, and then make the bedroom small. If we're going to split the room up and, and divide that, sure. but then it had the, like this really weird big bedroom. Mm. So it's like little tiny room for two people on a couch and watch a TV. And I was alone, so I watched Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. You know, yeah. instead of uh, going out and seeing what town, whatever town I was in, <laughs> I want to say it was Bend, Oregon. For whatever oh. reason, that's like because okay. I remember it being very lodge feeling the uh, hotel, and I'm remembering that the hotel in Bend, Oregon was. Why very, is it called Bend? Is there like some kind of big bend to the way the land lays out, or something weird? Or Must it... be or a river or something, mm. maybe. Yeah, maybe around the bend yeah. sort of thing. Okay, right. maybe. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Uh, it used to be what wasn't that home of one of the last uh, uh, blockbuster videos? Oh, was that uh, was another was right? The final blockbuster or something was in Oregon, but was it? Maybe it was Bend. I want to say it was it was Bend, Oregon. It's a great yeah. name, I dude. Could be, it could be wrong. But. I want more towns that are just like a single syllable word. You know, Bend. bend. Yeah. <laughs> like Ben. What's what do we have here? Uh, 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 we don't have any. No, I mean, Orm's close. You could say it really quickly. Orm, Orm. You could say Orm. Orm. Yeah, or you could say, uh, <laughs> oh, why can't I think of any? There aren't any. Yeah, no kidding. What is the? Is no, do we not have a single? St- Someone help me here. It doesn't have to be Utah. Anywhere else? Well, um, Clint. Someone has Clint. Oh, well, Flint, Michigan. Oh, Flint. Uh, there you go. Flint. What's what do we have in Denver or in Colorado? Um. Butte, Butte, Ray, 
Ray, Colorado. That's cool. Ray, Colorado. Oh, w- we have Roy. R-A-Y. We have Roy, Utah. You made reminded me of with, with we Ray. We have Roy. <laughs> Ray and Roy. Roy and Ray and Roy. A couple of guys at a bar hanging out, trying to you know figure out why their wives don't like them. That sort of thing. <laughs> uh, oh, Price. Another one. Price, Utah. Okay, there's a few. I take it all back. Uh, anyway, it was great, and I would recommend it, and it's freaking fantastic. Okay. Uh, what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, uh, Anthony Garcia, famous actor. Uh, no, wait, that's not him. What's who's the Garcia guy? Tony Garcia, I guess. No, what have God? Why am I thinking? Oh, no, I can't remember. He's uh, from from uh, Ocean's Eleven, yeah. and uh, uh it's, uh, he got his big uh, Andy Garcia. Andy Jeez Garcia. Louise. Once you get Tony in my head, it's like oh, I can be Tony Garcia. Oh no, no, it's Tony Garcia. No, dang it. Oh, it's Tony Garcia. Damn it, it's. <laughs> <laughs> it is Andy. Okay. Andy, Andy Garcia. Andy Dufresne, Andy Garcia. There you, you go. should have made that quick connection right there. Uh, he uh, sent us a video, and I didn't know about this. Apparently, you did, not you've actually played this, but I want to show this to the I chat because yeah. this is freaking amazing. Didn't know this was a thing. So yeah. apparently, I can't there's... even see your video because it's, uh, it's private. It's a private video. Oh, it doesn't let you see it? Oh, weird. Well, let me. T- uh, it actually has him talking. Let me... Uh, referring oh, to really? us. Okay. Yeah. Let me pull this up here. Whoops. I can't unmute it for some reason. Okay. Well, whatever. Here we go. Yeah, I'll admit that I've never seen this, uh, Scott and Brian, but um, just wondering if this is something you're familiar with. Okay. So yeah, I've seen that at uh, Texas Pinball Festival, uh, the Colorado Pinball Festival in Texas. Probably could have easily been the same machine. As a matter of fact, the um, uh, Pinball Hall of Fame in Vegas has one of these, and it's two ended, right? Like it's a double ended pinball machine. Where- yeah. At first, when I saw the video, I went, "Wait a minute, where's the back? It looks like it's broken or missing yeah. a piece or something." But no, it's two sided. Yeah. So you compete, I guess. Did you play? Did you actually play this? And- I did play it. George and I played it. So it must have been in Vegas. It must have been. Um, uh, at the uh, uh, Pinball Hall of Fame. Oh, no, it, it, George was with me at the Colorado Pinball thing as well. But I, I remember playing against him, and yeah, it is, if I remember correctly, the field even rocks back and forth, really? or does it stay put? There's another one, there are two games like this, and there's one where the field rocks, and so it's, when it, when the ball is on your half, the like teeter totters up so that you're going uphill and you have to try and get it back over to where it's past the halfway point. So it rocks down for the other player. No, I don't think, I don't think the just one did. I think the just one stayed put. Now that I think about it. Oh, here we go. Okay. I found some video of it. And it looks like, uh, it just, slam- if you get, if you get it over the threshold, then it, it, it dips down for the guy on the, other side. on the other side. Right. There's a, a peak in the middle of the table. Yeah, interesting. Right. So, what if you don't get the ball for a long time on one side? I guess that could happen where you're just yeah, that'll happen. Like if one guy you know can keep it over there and just keep racking up the points, because I think it's less about sending it over to the other person and more about keeping it on your side, racking up points, but not not sending it the other way. Did not even know this was a thing. I was blown away. <laughs> I want one. I want one bad. Yeah, uh, yeah. I wouldn't know how you'd even recreate this without an actual one. Like, this is just too weird, you know? You can't, like, make a video version of this, I don't think. It's a, uh, yeah, it's a... Uh, weird. It's Eight, a it's a unique, it's a unique beast is what it is. 82? Wait, let's see. 80. 
very early eighties. This thing. Uh, wow, really? Because yeah. I mean, the the game itself. Um, when did so, uh, Joust was eighty one? So for them to come out with a I gotta find the pinball date. machine based on it. Here it is. So the eighty one was Joust. Eighty three, this game. Mm-hmm. So wow. yeah, pretty old. Um, I want one now. <laughs> I'm sure you do. I don't even have anybody yeah. I'd play it with all the time. Maybe Carter would play with me, but what a what a badass idea. I don't even know. Maybe it's bad. Maybe it's a bad game. I don't know. But I don't care. It's Joust. It's bad. It's a bad game. Bad yeah, game. it's a bad game, Brian. It's a bad Shame game. Shame on you. Bad game. <laughs> well, anyway, I want to uh, thank... Uh, who? Oh, shit. Oh, Anthony Garcia for sending that in. I forgot his <laughs> name again. Thank you, Anthony Garcia, for uh, for pointing that out. And uh, now I'm on the hunt for my very own. All right. Nice. Uh, we're going to get straight to some news today. Okay. Uh, later okay. in the show, we got Bill back. I believe he's back. I think he was on a little trip with his wife to see some family for some birthday business. And then um, uh, we'll have Bobby here with some science. And uh, I forgot. People wanted an update on the COVID deal with my daughter and stuff. She's doing okay. Uh, she sounded a little rough yesterday, but... The, the concern there isn't so much that she has COVID because I think the COVID would be mild for her given her double boosted, you know, fully sure. vaxxed yeah, status. Reducing the symptoms, yeah. But right. she's pregnant, and so it makes it complicated. can be oh. harder. Like even a common cold is rough, and there's very little they can give you when you're going through anything, even bacterial, because yeah. um, they don't want to, you know, hurt the baby or whatever. So there's that. Dylan's feeling a slightly better... And Van is just bouncing off the walls with no problem at all. That kid's fine. <laughs> he didn't got it. He didn't get it. Doesn't seem to be bothered. She's tested him and he's like hates it, but he's fine. Oh, and Carter and I tested yesterday. Totally, totally not there. Just to make sure since you, yeah. Right. But then again, it took them four days uh, yeah. to get a positive after symptoms started. That's, so That's what they're know. saying with this new variant that uh, by the time you get a positive test on a home test, yeah. you're almost over having it. Like you're almost through it. You're almost through it, or so. or, or it's way worse. Depending, I guess, if it's really right. bad for you. Right. But see, that's annoying, and I understand that we are trying to keep up with a thing that keeps evolving. Sure. But if these tests are all useless at this point, in terms of their ability to properly say, "Oh, we have COVID," therefore we're going to lock down for seven days, and we're not going to see any of you. Instead, what's happening is you're seeing everybody, mm-hmm. and then you're like finally getting some symptoms and then you're like oh i better test and then the tests are negative and then you're still just sort of hanging out and doing whatever and then four days later oh shit i had covid the whole time i've been in contact with a a thousand people since that you know like you know what i mean like what's the point of this what's the point of the damn testing if we can't uh, you need early detection is what i'm saying yes we don't have it right now no so what are we gonna do we need we need uh little breath of light. What we need is uh, anytime you leave a restaurant or, or something busy, you need to walk through one of those machines and he goes beep, 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 beep. Yep. And he says, oh, sorry, yeah. you've got COVID. There you go. <laughs> or maybe better on the way in, keep the people from bringing it into places like that. And, and Oh, I guess we had those where it like checked your temperature. Never mind, we kind of already did. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. Seems to be the oh, well. tagline here. Yeah. Uh, so, all right, Bobby in the chat says he'll talk about it in a minute, but they're not pointless. No, I don't mean pointless, pointless. I just mean you lose a little bit of the reason that they need to be important in everyone's home, that we shipped them to everybody for free so that they have these on hand if we can't do any kind of early detection, you know? And it seems still seems like the best way of, like, COVID tracking is, like, sewer now. It's like that 
thing we talked about on the show once where they just test oh, all the check your poop. Yeah, yeah they, they do all the water or whatever and then you can say, Oh, the whole city has an uptick yeah, that's, in COVID. <laughs> that's the problem is that it's uh uh you know, it's so vague. It's like, yeah, here's a high concentration in this county. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh well, phew, good thing I saw that. It's three month right, old data, but right. damn hot damn. Anyway, so Bobby, you'll explain that when you come on. That's what you do. Yeah. You, you'll bring some science with you. You come cloaked in science. <laughs> Ooh, he's smothered in science. Smothered in science. All right, that everybody. Be a podcast title if somebody doesn't already have it. That's not bad. Smothered in science. Yeah. Yeah. Keep that in mind, everybody, with your future science project. Okay, time for this. We're going to do a full day's uh, news, and it's brought to you by... It's brought to you by Play Retro. It's happening today, Scott. What what are we what are you guys going to be talking about? Golden Eye. So it's all about the Golden Eye. We mentioned it yesterday. I'll mention it again. Me and Dunaway are going to go deep into how that game almost didn't get made. How important it was that it did, and uh, its impact on games in the future. But also just all the minutia around uh, what that game is and where it came from. A lot of people yesterday were going. Yeah, I prefer uh, I, I, the one. The game I really liked was Perfect Dark. Well, you don't have Perfect Dark without GoldenEye. It's literally the same devs, and without the success of GoldenEye, you don't you don't have Perfect Dark. So we'll get into all that stuff and more. Interesting. Yeah. Today at three thirty Mountain Time at FrogPants.tv, or if you'd like just the podcast, which is how most people get it, you can get that anywhere you get your podcast. So go find Play Retro. Okay. Okay. Let's get to the news today. The morning. Ah, Fletcher, what are you doing there, buddy? He, it's funny how Scott, uh, you've already announced us. We're already here, <laughs> Scott. Uh, <clears throat> no need to rehash the fact that we're here. Jeez. Yeah, uh, Michigan woman in the news making a flint uh, and short names. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michigan woman convicted of spying. Uh, she was so she was convicted as a Chinese spy, and she was stealing trade secrets from Coca Cola. Oh, wow. uh, and a few other Secret people. formula. Yeah, or something. Something like that. Yeah. Um, anyway, a Michigan woman convicted of spying for the Chinese Communist Party is using her job as a chemist to steal trade secrets from her employers, which included Coca-Cola, was sentenced by a federal judge in Tennessee on Monday to serve 14 years in prison and an additional three years of supervised release. It's my favorite kind of release is the supervised release. <laughs> You know, you know I like I mean. my releases unsupervised. Thank you very yeah, much. I see what you mean there. A judge in uh, Greenville, Tennessee, also ordered 59-year-old Zhrong Yu, I think is how you'd say that name, sure. also, also known as Shannon Yu. <laughs> I don't know what Shannon I mean, Yu? I do. <laughs> when I was dealing with China all the time in the company I used to work for, because we were always on the phone or traveling there or whatever, um, yeah. every, every other male... Chinese contact I had there was named Kevin. They were all Kevin. <laughs> just always so weird. That wasn't their real names, obviously, but they all went by the Kevin. One, they all picked Kevin. Yeah, I don't know why. So you know, if you're a real Kevin listening to the show, was was Kevin James popular at the time, or Kevin Hart, or Kevin Costner, or uh... Costner maybe those other two. Yeah, it was early. a little earlier. Yeah, yeah right. it was like early two thousands. I would say. I mean, I'm trying to think of like a what would be a pop culture reason to grab Kevin. Maybe there wasn't one. Maybe it was just easy to say. Oh, Kevin Bacon, sure, yeah. Oh, it could be Bacon. Yeah. Really weird, though. Of course, Zoe. Of course, Zoe. <laughs> if anyone's going to say, come on, Kevin Bacon, oh, and, <laughs> it's uh, going to be Zoe. Yeah, her answer is always Bacon. Don't don't trust yeah. her on, on issues right. that are un-Bacon-related. 
Anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, she's from Lansinger. That's where she's lived uh, for a while. To pay $200,000 fine following her April 2021 conviction in the federal charges of conspiracy to commit trade secret theft, conspiracy to commit economic espionage, possession of stolen trade secrets, econo- economic espionage, and wire fraud. I think they wow. said economic espionage twice. Oh, one is conspiracy. Well, it's, one's conspiracy. Yeah. Yeah. And then that just committing it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. According to the documents, uh, you, meaning her, <laughs> not you, you meaning you. It just reads, to... it reads weird, even though it's capitalized. It's like <laughs> starting to get my passport changed. Hold on. <laughs> you, you stole valuable. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Mrs. You stole valuable uh, trade secrets related to formulations for biphenol. No, bisphenol a free. Or BPA-free. Bisphenol A-free, yeah. Oh, okay. Which is the coatings on the inside oh, of the beverage cans. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't she wasn't stealing the Coca-Cola formula. She was stealing the the formula for what they put in the inside of cans. Yeah. The coating that they put on the inside of aluminum cans. But why? To what end? I have to ask. They don't it say. Was in the can the whole time. <laughs> is there some... Uh, you know, military benefit to knowing what the inside of those cans are made with, and might be, yeah. And what I mean is this, Dr. Pepper I got right here, the zero sugar Dr. Pepper. Does it have a different kind? Doesn't even. I bet say. it has the same. I bet the. Uh, I'll bet it's a. A canning, regu- not regulation, but kind of a standard uh, a baseline or like a standard. Thank you. That's the words I'm looking for. <laughs> I don't standard. see, and they don't say anything about the can on the can itself. So I don't know, freaking, what you're going to use that for, but. I don't know. It's very odd. It's a hard thing to go to jail for two hundred. Uh, pay two hundred thousand dollars fine and twelve years sure. in jail or fifteen years in jail or whatever the hell it was. Fourteen. I'll get there. I hope you're. <laughs> I hope whatever agency you're spying for is going to help uh, set you free, yeah. Shannon. You. Yeah, Shannon. You. Shannon, you should have changed the last name. That first name. Right. Where'd you graduate? Oh, I went to Shannon. You. Oh yeah, Shannon, Ireland. You. Oh man, <laughs> go, go. What's wait? What's their? Uh, what's their mask? The uh, clovers. <laughs> Fighting clovers. <laughs> <laughs> you see the, the clovers this year. That's our uh, yeah. They've got our pretty. Is the purple horseshoe? Yeah, they got. They're the purple horseshoes. Exactly. Go purple horseshoes. You're gonna win this year. All right. Well, there's that dumb story. I hope she. You know, whatever. I, I I'm more interested in Bobby. Maybe this is a future thing. Why Why would that level of risk be taken for wanting to know what the inside of the can coating is? That just seems insane to me. And also, it's a little insane that that kind of thing gets you in that much trouble. You know, I guess if you're a spy, that amps it up, becomes federal, becomes all that. I mean, if you work for a competing beverage company in in China, that might be something that's like, oh, I don't know how they how do they put stuff that, you know, in those cans that doesn't make your drink taste like aluminum once you're drinking it or something like that. I mean, there might be. Yeah. Like if I go to. Okay. If you and I go to Japan, or sorry, China tomorrow, okay? We're in China. Sure, sure. You and I are in We're Beijing, China. okay? And we we, yep. we hit up one of the local, I don't know. Strip clubs. Something. Sure, strip club. Why not? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I wanted to throw you off. That's totally fine. We can go there. And we bang on the... Um... <laughs> <laughs> sorry. We, get, we put money into a vending machine, and we both get two cans of Chinese... I don't know what flavor soda. It's a, they're sure, they got some sure. brand over there. Are you and I going to sure. go? Oh, it tastes like metal. Like what's our? Well, I, that's we what might, I don't yeah, get. Yeah, might uh, right. Oh, this doesn't taste like uh, 
uh, mango blossom. It tastes like uh, aluminum. Ew. Yeah. And maybe, well, there's a point in the chat that maybe this is just part of a larger uh, proprietary process that's just this is one part of. Yeah. So it's not just, hey, what's that coating? Maybe it's like. I don't know. Yeah, it could it may, maybe it's not even for beverages, right? It could be for something else, you know. It's yeah, it could be they want to coat the inside of their um, their bongs, or I don't know what they do. What do they do? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yes. Yeah, their bong coating. Everybody needs that. Uh, uh, oh, Carter, did you feed the dogs this morning? Sorry, just hit me. Did they eat? <laughs> I hope they ate. Wow, with Kim's gone, we don't. There's things that get left. She- Wow. Yeah. I think she took I, I door dashed him some five guys. We're all set, Dad. <laughs> we're good. Oh, she says, of course I did. Okay, yeah, we're good. Yeah, exactly. It just hit me, though. I just like, oh, wait a minute. I usually participate in that. And I was like rushing this morning and I missed it. And okay, we're good. Uh, let's move over to Thailand. Not too far from China. Not too far. No, no. It's just a hop, skip, and a jump. Yeah. Uh, they had to get, or they, they've decided to, they didn't have to do anything. They gave away 1 million. F- oh, speaking of bongs. Free cannabis plants to every household, according oh, to the minister. Nice. There. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're like, uh, 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 what do they call that? Here Look in under your seat. You get a cannabis plant. You get a cannabis plant. <laughs> There's an old phrase here where we say every a uh, 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 chicken in every pot or something like that. That's it's like it. A something. Yeah. Yeah. Chicken in every pot. A chicken right. in every pot. A, and it's two parts. Yeah, it's a pot in every chicken. Is what it's a pot. <laughs> a pot in every kitchen. <laughs> Wait a minute. What am I thinking? So it's two-parter, though. It's a pot in every kitchen. Or no, a kitchen. Or no, a chicken in every pot. And a something is in every... Second, is there a second part, part, to, part to that? I um, thought there was. I'm looking it up. A car in every garage is not correct, J.C. Calhoun. That is not correct. Damn it. Uh, a chicken for every pot... This is the uh, Republican Party uh, slogan, like, uh, for Hoover... Uh, really? It sounds like socialism to me. It does, yeah. Uh, parties change. Let's see. Or, or maybe not. Maybe this is like. Let's see. Chicken in every pot. Yeah, no, this is. Uh, Idioms. Here we go. 1928. A symbol of wealth and prosperity. Phrase was used during Herbert Hoover's 1928 presidential campaign. So you're right about that. I fear there are not enough. Oh. Ah, a chicken in every pot and two cars in every garage. That really is what there he you said. Go. That really is what he said, yeah. Two cars in every garage. Uh-huh. Huh. Oh, this is funny. You're going to have to come clean it out, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> JC Calhoun, I owe you an apology. Oh, did you? <laughs> I called him out thinking did that was... Know? I thought he was totally wow. full of crap there, but he was full of truth. You were truthful. Anyway, um, the Thai government... Or Thai government, as some people still refuse to not say it any other way, but Thai, but it's Thai. The Thai government will distribute 1 million free cannabis plants to households across the nation in June to mark the new rule allowing people to grow cannabis at home. That's according to their health minister. Health minister Anutin Charnvikarul. Yeah. What do you think of that? Yeah. Miracle, Trenvirical. Ah, uh, you're better. Yours is better. Sounds legit. <laughs> well, you just watched the, you swapped the K and the R, Vicarule instead of Viracle. Yeah, there you go. Everything else you you nailed. You got it. 100%. It's almost like very, it's almost like very cool, but you just say it a little bit Very different. cool. Charm very cool. Very, charm very cool. 
uh, announced the move on Facebook uh, in a post on May 8th, which he expressed his intention for cannabis plants to be grown like household crops all throughout the country. The new rule, which wow. comes into force on June 9th, will allow people to grow the cannabis plants at home after notifying their lo- local government. But the plants will have to be uh, a medical grade and used exclusively for medical or medicinal pur- purposes. Wink, Additionally, wink. the cannabis cannot be used for commercial purposes without further licenses. Wink. Yeah. Like, you know what, <laughs> you know what they're going to do? You know what they're going to do? They're just going to, no one's going to just grow and go, no, well. No one's going to say, I'm just using this for medical purposes. Well, we, you know, what they did out here for the longest time. Oh, I have uh, glaucoma. Yeah. Oh, darn it. Yeah, darn they do that glaucoma. here, too. You can grow, yeah. I th- well, I don't know if they, the law, okay, so here, we have medicinal in Utah. Medicinal but is known in Utah. Okay, it's been for a while, right? Yeah, we've had it for a couple of years now, which probably means yeah. we're closer. We're closer than anyone thinks to recreational, because yeah. that's usually how this goes. That's how those dominoes fall. Sure. Um, but they, I think you still can't grow it in your own yard. I think yeah. that's still off the. Yeah, I think that's still the rule here in Colorado. Or no, you can grow up to a certain amount, but right. it's like, you know. One plant of an ounce a month, or something like that. Or, yeah, or, they giveth and they taketh away, basically. That's right, exactly. Um, so anyway, <clears throat> medicinal cannabis is what they're. That's the grade you're supposed to go. Which I, I didn't realize you could grow a, a medical grade versus a like entertainment grade. Yeah, and I, <laughs> and I, I from when uh, when medicinal was allowed here, but um, recreational was not. Crazy neighbors told me that the uh, medical grade was better, like far more potent than the uh, oh. recreational. I wouldn't. Have, I would never have guessed that. That's crazy. Yeah. So does that just? Um, hmm. Yeah. So uh, that's interesting. Whistle thirty four says medical pot has less THC. I think. I wonder if uh, maybe it was just yeah, less we, of a harsh experience, or less um, less of a clobber. You know, like more. Uh-huh. smooth and ease you into it or something. I don't know. Yeah, Atomics 11 or Atomics II says, trust me, weed from a medical state is weapon grade. Really? Yeah. Trust him. Why should we trust you? <laughs> what do you have to gain, Mr. Yes. Trust Seeker? Is hmm. your name Snoop Dogg by chance? Yes. Are you for shizzle? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, let's see. This move, by the way, <clears throat> will uh, be the latest step in Thailand's uh, plan to promote cannabis as a cash crop. About a third of its labor force works in agriculture, so this would be a big boon to that particular market. Actually, that's true everywhere. Sure. The stuff yeah. grows anywhere, so it's like everybody. Yeah. I, this is my take. I think the reason Utah will be sooner than people think, even though I used to think they'd be last, is the money just smells too good, man. It's yeah. just like, look yeah. at the tax it, revenue, it, look at the... It grows anywhere, but it grows better under a velvet, uh, black velvet uh, poster <laughs> with a tiger on it. That's that's actually, if you want your uh, marijuana to grow faster and better. <clears throat> now, <clears throat> what does it say that I legitimately, for real, 100% for real, owned that poster you're describing? <laughs> I know, I know you did. I totally, I totally had that. when I, I thought black lights were the most fascinating, magical thing on the world <laughs> when I was a kid. Yeah, I, probably junior high era, like here in my car, kind of that era. Right, right. It, I would have that. I had a poster in my room, a black light shining on it. And it was a big tiger. Now I don't know. I, I t- enough time has passed where I think maybe I was dipping into somebody else's culture a little bit there. Somebody else's, uh, sure. drug, you know, maybe their drug culture. Maybe there's. I don't know what that was, but I thought they were so cool, man. 
So which cool. uh, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a link uh, if this works. Oh, it's not working. How do I share this link with you? Because it just wants to wants me to give you the because uh, there's about a hundred different black velvet tiger posters. Oh, they made a lot, did they? They made a lot. Boy, <laughs> Spencer's uh, you know. All right, here. Which one? Which one of these? Point to the doll and show me which one of these uh, black velvet tiger posters you have. All right, hold on. <laughs> um, let's see. Where's my? Hey, Discord. What are you doing? Oh yeah, look at that. Okay, yeah. so these tigers. Uh, let me move this up so chat can see it. So only you know, I'd say half of them are are black light. I'm I'm guessing you had row two number five. I'm looking here. Row two, one, two, three, four, five. Okay, it's actually a toss-up between row two, five, and six. I kind of remember the wait, flames. Wait, wait, wait. Number six is the one with the flames. Yeah. You did not have a tiger whose head was on fire, did you? There was In something. Space? There's something about that that's really, really familiar to me. <laughs> space, space flame tiger. <laughs> I mean, wow. it's c- capital stupid, but I love it. I freaking love yeah. it. Yeah. I thought that was so cool back then. Anyway. Oh, I can't even imagine like if you're on cannabis, like, oh my god, dude, that tiger. That tiger's in space. <laughs> but he's on fire and there's no oxygen in space. So how is he on fire? Right? Oh yeah, that's right. He's surrounded by like comets and little little comets and planets like a Jack Kirby painting behind him. That's and it's great. not even a full tiger. He's like it's just the paws and the head, because you can clearly see a nebula behind where his body would be. Yeah, it's a his body's like a black hole, man. <laughs> I would love to get one of those again. They probably make them, right? They still. Oh thing. yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, that'd be cool. Put it down here. Uh, the uh, this goes on to say the region is notorious for very harsh penalties for illegal drugs. Mm. Uh, they became the first country in Southeast Asia in 2018 to legalize cab- cannabis for medical research and use. And I think that's still true. I think they're still the only ones. Yeah, I think uh, Thailand. Uh, Harsh penalties in Thailand definitely means something far worse than it means here. Oh, harsh penalties. Maybe a $100 fine. Harsh penalties in Thailand. I don't even want to. I don't want to know. Yeah. I mean, I know they're not savages, but maybe they do like a, I don't know. What do they do? Probably jail at least. And then the way worse, they're putting weird things under your fingernails. Nobody wants that. And uh, I think about that poor warm beer kid. Oh, yeah. Because that was Thailand, wasn't it? Was it? Now I just want Thai food. <laughs> wow, this puts you in a weird mood. It did. You know, getting whipped with a stick and then wanting to eat Thai food. Hey, Carter, let's eat Thai. Oh, I'm yelling as if she can't hear me on the stream. Let's get some Thai food tonight. I think that's the plan. Yeah. <laughs> We're not doing oh, great. It was here. North Korea. Uh, warm beer was uh, North Korea. Oh, that's was right. it? Of course okay. it was. Yeah, because he took down the poster. Right. right so right. Thailand's oh, probably, oh. have we besmirched them? Are they, they're fine. Thailand's fine. Thailand's, well, Thailand, no, Thailand is the one that, that, uh, where a kid got caned, uh, like in the nineties. Oh, let's see here. I don't remember. Like, do we? I know we look at Thailand. Uh, teenager and... caned. Let's see here. Yeah, there's. Uh, what kind of government are they? They are a caning uh, of school children in Thailand. Is like these horrible videos and stuff. They are now the unitary government of the Kingdom of Thailand. The country emerged as a modern nation state. Wait, I always kill those in uh, civilization. That's not good. Let's see. Oh, 17- Singapore, Singapore too. Um, oh, yeah. Michael Fay was the one. That's right. 
The American who was sentenced to six strokes of the cane in Singapore in 1994 for theft of road signs and vandalizing 18 cards over a 10-day period in September 1993. This is exactly the one I remember. It was Singapore. What are the Theft's, strokes? Uh, How much is a stroke, yucky. do you think? Like whack okay. with a cane. With a cane. <laughs> yeah. they, they just, you know, the official term is a stroke, but uh, the, the technical term is a whack. A whack, yeah. A whack. I don't want to have a... Different strokes. His, Harry McKillen. If I want different strokes, his uh, <laughs> he was it was uh, ultimately reduced from six to four after United States officials requested leniency, and then he was caned on May fifth, nineteen ninety four. All right. Well, caning still a thing. Caning. Yep. Uh, TRPW says Thailand is a military dictatorship with a ceremonial monarch. Okay. Well, there you go. Okay. All Maybe right. they're not so good. I don't know what they are. I know they have good food. That I know. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, anywhere that's a thing. Also, you can get a bunch of cannabis stuff. You used to be old enough to get there and stuff like that. So, uh, get in there, get in there sure. and get your plant done. Get your ask for your free plan. Yep. <laughs> Dial. And I think <laughs> nine seven six. Anybody who was previously caned for having any weed, uh, you now can cane the um, the minister of health. Okay. There you, you go. You have my there approval. Perfect. Tell them. Tell them Scott Johnson, uh, Utah, and American sent you. All right. Check this out. A Hopkins student, or a collection of students, rather, students, Uh plural, edited, or sorry, created edible burrito tape as part of a design competition. Not to be confused with edible marijuana. We're not, we're off that now. Yeah, yeah, now this is recreational burrito tape. (laughs) (laughs) First, only, only legal in Mexico. They have slowly made their way. Medical burrito tape, but but pretty soon we'll allow, uh, yeah. Texas will be the first state to approve edible burritos uh let's see uh this is for a design competition a group of students at john's hopkins university you probably heard of that joint before they're a big deal yeah they're kind of a big deal uh has invented an extra for your burrito that might be as good as guacamole uh for tuesday's engineering design day students at the whiting school of engineering developed an edible adhesive that can strengthen the structural integrity of the notoriously messy burrito Okay, because when you wrap it, sometimes blat falls apart, right? I don't have a problem with the with the wrapping and the and the flap opening up. The problem are the ends for me. Like what you do, you get your junk in the middle. Yeah, hello, junk uh, in the Jamie. middle. Yeah, junk in the middle. You're 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 mm-hmm. filling in the middle. You flop the sides over first, and then you roll. You you basically take the bottom edge and you go past the middle, right? Curve it under, yeah, and then start rolling. Yeah. The problem is that that uh, those sides, if you don't go far enough on the sides, then stuff goes out, yeah. out the sides when you start eating one end. That's right. And if you do too much on the sides, you end up with a lot of tortilla where you're and not enough filling. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So this is kind yeah. of the, the hang up. Um, I don't know how they do it at Chipotle and Qdoba, where they pack so much damn stuff in a burrito, and it feels like, uh, you know, it's way more filling than you should be able to get into a tortilla that size. That's true. Oh, this yeah. is making me hungry for Mexican food. What are we doing? <laughs> Boy, are you, when Kim is out of town, the slightest suggestion of food is- You're not is, wrong. Uh, you are yeah. correct, man. I don't know how to deal with this. <laughs> Boy, that Chick-fil-A, that uh, peach shake at Chick-fil-A. Ah. I don't know what they put in that thing, but... Uh... Those are good. <laughs> They're really good. Oh, wait till you get to our final story today about shakes. Oh, man. 
Oh yeah, I saw that ahead of yeah. Okay, yeah, I just let's, realized. Let's, let's wrap up with let's wrap up the burrito story. I just ah. yeah, I get uh, see what you did there. These, it wasn't intentional. These uh, it's weird. I did not intend this. Every news article today is about something you ingest. All of it. Oh, Coke, okay. Coca Cola, weed, uh, burritos, and soon a thing I'm very excited to tell oh, you guys shake. about. Uh, all right, so here's what happened. Uh, they learned, okay, so blah, 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 blah. they don't. They wanted to stop these burritos from exploding into their laps when they were trying to eat them or whatever. Uh, sure. They made this uh, food-grade fibrous scaffold. Took them months <laughs> to design. <laughs> and uh, they say they're going to, uh, it's there and they're patenting it and they're going to keep it th- theirs. They're not going to share how they made it. So another, another secret the Chinese are going to try to come get. Um, but anyway, they say that all they'll say at this point is all the ingredients are safe to consume. They're they're all food grade and are common food and dietary additives. There's a photo here, but I don't know if this photo is like representative of the final thing. But I'll put it up. So uh, it sure is it. not. It's not tasty looking. Nope. That, no, it's like uh, it's like, like a chunk of blueberry tape. fruit roll up that's been <laughs> <laughs> licked and stuck on the side of a burrito. Uh, gross. Uh, gross. Claire. Uh, and I wonder if I wonder if uh, Icor posted the same thing, but Claire sent me a link to. Uh, oh, what do you know? It's a well, I guess it's a Facebook reel as opposed to a TikTok. But mm. this guy shows how to wrap a burrito perfectly. And oh my god, the problem that I've been doing is this like secondary flip up of the sides after he's gone halfway. Hmm. Let me see here. I'm going to pull this up. Yeah, yeah. Pull pull up uh, Claire's. Okay, I'm looking at Claire's. So he's yeah. So it over. You know, the thing okay. we all would do with just the sides in, then you roll. But then, as he's rolling it past the the content, yeah, he is a curving the lip of the tortilla under all the content, and then as he's rolling it, he's folding the sides one more time to oh, get. Oh yeah, that's the problem. Is that uh, that I don't do that? I haven't been doing that uh, that secondary fold in. Okay, My and that's God. a good full burrito. Looks like he's got it. That is a good packed full burrito right there. Yeah. Oh I don't know what it is like noodles. Is that is that boxy that he's shoving in? I don't know what that is. It looks like what that Chinese is. food he's put into a uh, into a tortilla. Wow, it also looks like shredded beef. It could be. I don't know. Could be. I don't know. It looks like noodles and then big chunks of chicken or something. All I know is you now smother that, put a bunch of cheese on it, uh, some <laughs> onions, and we're and I'm in. I'm all in on that. That's right. Yes. Oh, I got to get Mexican this week. Poor Kim. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so hungry. I don't know why. Uh, <clears throat> all right. So there's that. Watch for that coming soon. Now, the big story of the day, the one that's uh, really oh, there to geez. knock all your socks off. Yeah, thanks Ar- a lot, Dodd Vickers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Arby's manager confesses to peeing in a milkshake. Mm, well, in the mix. So like not even a milkshake, but the, the thing that makes like all the milkshakes. A Washington state man who worked as an Arby's manager, has been accused of peeing into the restaurant's milkshake mix, which would have been later served to dozens of customers. Uh, Vancouver police found a video which shows 29-year-old Stephen Sharp, not so sharp after all, uh, urinating into a bag of milkshake mix on Sharp's phone while investigating him uh, for possession of child pornography. Woo, bury the lead. Oh, my gosh. Wow, hold on. (laughs) Yeah, bury that lead, baby. Jeez. What? (laughs) Wow. I mean, clearly... That other thing is worse, but still, this doesn't help him. The whole no, thing. this is not going to help him at all. 
exactly. Not one bit. Uh, Sharp has been charged with four counts uh, each of possession and depictions of minors engaged in activity. Blah, blah, blah. I don't want to get too deep on that. Uh, and dealing with depictions of minors. Sharp allegedly admits to investigators he had urinated two different times in the mixture for what he called sexual gratification. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this guy needs like, some help. Would you like a golden Jamocha shake? Oh, gosh. Oh, that sounds good. Never, it's golden, you say? N- never let them do that to you when you go to a <laughs> If they say that, drive away. Get out of there. Uh, they, they, I was trying to think of a, a, I can't think of a good flavored joke. There's not one. I can't think of no, one. It's too really gross. isn't, yeah. Oh, I can't think of it. Well, how about the, we've got the pee, pee, peas. No, no we, that's we, right. uh, uh, we've got the, the, he got the wheats, wheeze. No, <laughs> the wheeze. He doesn't work. The wheeze. Yeah, it doesn't work. We'll have to, uh, we'll have to uh, workshop it. We'll let you guys know. We'll take that one back to the shop. Give it a give it a once over, and then we'll bring it back and let you guys know what's up. Uh, oh, you're in for a great you're shake. In there for you go. A great shake. There it is. Pops and recline. All right, pops. Turn that. Wins. Title that up. Well done. Anyway, it says here. Uh, uh, oh, uh, but he did say he was almost sure he was. He said, "I was almost sure that I had I thrown I away the that. bag." After is what he says. Yeah. According to yeah. a probable cause affidavit uh, uh, obtained by the Colombian, <laughs> that's a paper, not a uh, small guy from the South American <laughs> continent. Uh, if the bag was not thrown away, approximately thirty to forty milkshakes sold to customers would have been contaminated, and they don't they don't have any evidence of that. But anyway, Jeez. nasty. Ugh. Nasty. I think that pee added 30 calories to those milkshakes. Yep. Thank you, uh, Red Fraggle. Very good. Very good callback there. Yeah, nicely done. Also, this officially has made me not hungry, so I'm good now. Oh, good. So as yeah. long as as long as we end with a story like this. Yeah, I'm fine now. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. Then oh, the- well, except I just glanced. I still have that video looping of the guy making a burrito. Now I know. Again. I've watched that thing maybe a hundred times. Yeah, <laughs> it's still going. Stupid like, reels. It's just amazing. Yeah. All those reels. It's such a TikTok ripoff. It pisses me off. Oh, it totally is. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like not even a, it's not even a secret that it is, but it annoys me. Sure. Just try something new. Uh, Instagram. Yeah, I saw that JC Calhoun, the the uh the burrito funnel that catches all the things that fall out of the side of your burrito so it fills out a new taco fills a new taco. That's is that that's an onion thing, right? Lad no, Bible, aren't they? It's not an onion, but it's a guy whose every video he makes are unnecessary inventions. So they Oh, it's that guy. Oh yeah. yeah, I've seen this guy. Okay. Yeah, he's great. And his it, yeah. it, that one is in particular it's almost like, oh wow, that's a great idea. But then you realize, well, no, if you put a small flour tortilla on a plate and just ate over the top of it, you have the exact yeah. same solution. It's uh, it's what I do when I go to a Mexican food restaurant where I get a combo that includes a burrito and a tostada. I eat the tostada first over the burrito so that all the lettuce and tomato that falls off the edge of the tostada when it, you know, it, it ultimately crumbles, which is what a tostada is for, uh, goes as a topping for my burrito. Yeah, there you go. That sounds... Wait a minute. I'm sorry. The chat has gone into a conversation about how TikTok is a Vine ripoff. It's not an even close to a Vine ripoff. Vine is such a Periscope ripoff. <laughs> well, all right. Let's 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 do this real quick. Vines were six seconds. That was the maximum. You couldn't go any yeah. more video. Short than that. form, short form video. They yes. were square. They had five. That was it. That was kind of all it ever was. Uh, you could do comments, and there, there was a little bit of that, and you know, that's it. Uh, TikTok is, uh, even though it started as a different thing, it was more music based and all that. When they got bought out, changed the name, 
TikTok was full sized videos. Number one, all vertical, but full size. You can do them horizontal if you want, but full size. Mm-hmm. Up to three minutes. Uh, although three minutes came later, it was never locked at six. It was never locked at any minimum. It, well, it had a minimum, but the minimum was a minute. And then they get sure. to, did two, and then some people can do three, and now everyone can do three if they want to. Um, and there's also a billion features in there that TikTok never even came close to. I don't even think it's comparable. Never even came close so to. if you're saying, oh, they both do videos, so they're the same, well, to, uh, I guess YouTube's also. I think the the Genesis just locked, uh, time time locked, right? Because other, you know, YouTube, you've got way less of a limit but with vine and tiktok you've got oh i've got to think about how much uh i can show in the allotted require a minimum or maximum time yeah and so when when everyone else the only thing that they've got but my my main point is when everybody uh reels on instagram youtube shorts uh i forgot what reddit calls theirs Suddenly, they've all got vertical video with the exact same four little icon uh, usage things, fills them full of filters, adds a bunch of music you can add. Like, they full-on lifted it. So, I'm, I'm, I don't think the comparison's fair. <laughs> it's almost as if you love TikTok, I don't know. I don't even have any kind of particular penchant toward it. I, I don't mind. I like TikTok. I think it's as, as, as good a... It might, be my, it might be my favorite social media uh, thing because the algorithm there only gives me what i actually care about yeah and apparently all i care about are dogs and cats and video games and funny stuff so it works out for me but yeah i don't think you can compare them on the features that's all i'm saying whereas if you took a reel and put it next to a tiktok it's 100 percent lifted you you could be confused as you'd see a reel and go oh this is a tiktok that burrito thing and thought it was a tiktok ding Thank you. Absolutely you just, did. You just yes. said in one sentence what I was trying to fumble my way through. <laughs> that's right. People pay by the minute here. It's totally fine. That's right. It's all fine. Uh, all right. That's it for today's news. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to make some things with Bill or at the very least learn about what he's been making. Uh, yeah. Although he's been traveling, so I'll be really curious about what he's got today. So we'll do that. We got Bobby after that. Before that, though, a song. Brian, will you play it? Yes. How about uh, something from uh, Inzo, I-N-Z-O. It's been a while since I've done uh, EDM or really electronic music. I don't know if this is really straight up EDM. This is electronic experimental music. Um, And this thing's great. It's a song called Blasta, B-L-A-S-T-A, combined uh, Inzo and LSD or LS Dream uh, with their mind-melting beats and earth-shattering bass lines. This is uh, this is great. Actually, I listened to this and thought, well, this is different. I like it, and I'm putting it on the show. Yes. Uh, the song is called Blasta. Here's Enzo and LS Dream. <laughs> Like, 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 like
is just like this donut. Remember? We're empty and sinful inside with, with no power to do the things that God wants us to do. Not until Jesus comes and fills up that hole. Oh, yeah. I guess I forgot. <laughs> the Morning Stream. Don't worry about him. Worry about me. All right, we're back, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Uh, remind the folks at home who we just heard. Sure, that's a song called Blasta by Enzo and LS Dream. Available where you get all your music. Is like a, is that a play on LSD, LS Dream? Yes, yeah, for sure, LS Dream, yeah. Okay. It's that's probably fun. a guy, I bet his initials are, are LS, like he's... Larry Smith, but he mm. goes by LS Dream. Uh, I like it. It's yeah. it's like uh, you know the Crystal Method is is kind of like that sort of kind of kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about drugs today here on the show. All about drugs and burritos. Drugs and burritos. Your bat caves open there, Bill. Speaking of drugs and burritos, it's Bill Duran joining us all the way <laughs> from uh, the headquarters of PunishProps.com, and uh, we missed you last week, but you're here now. What's going on, man? How was your trip? Your little, little trip there. Yeah, went and uh, saw some family in Ohio. Oh, very nice. What part of Ohio? Ohio. What city? Uh, what Dayton. city were you in? Dayton area. Dayton, nice. Yeah, aren't they all? I mean, because Ohio, you know, it's one of the old states, right? 
So it's like a little smushed in. And so everything's just like right next to each other. So when everyone always says, oh, what city are you in? I always go, well, geez, St. George is four and a half hours away. But you're probably like, I don't know, a hop, skip, and a jump from Columbus or freaking yep. Cleveland or whatever, right? We just, had, we ended up in Columbus. Nice. Our flight was a bit of a disaster. We <laughs> ended up landing in Columbus and driving to Dayton. Ooh, Good times. Nice. So how far of a drive is that? About an hour and a half. See, that's crazy. That's crazy yeah. to me. These yeah. these cities you think of as big independent cities like Cincinnati or you know whatever, they're just not that far apart. You it's know, just it's one metropolitan area that blends into the next. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, I really liked Columbus, but I guess you probably didn't spend much time there because you just flew there no. and drove. Yeah. I got a good look at the inside of the airport and I cruised past downtown on the way to Dayton. <laughs> yeah, I got the f out. <clears throat> well, uh, it's good to have you back. And uh, I assume, I mean, you've been you know busily traveling, so I don't know how much time you had to build anything. But uh, what's what's been on your creative mind and in the world of making things with Bill? Uh, well, today I wanted to talk about ebooks. I have several of them, uh, but also as a coincidence. Uh, the website humblebundle.com. I'm mm-hmm. sure folks are probably aware. They sell video games usually, but they also sell ebooks. And they currently have a humble bundle cosplay bundle with a bunch of books, including mine, right now. Oh, so, wow. That's awesome. Like, we're talking like 40 Very ebooks, cool. like a ton, ton of great information. I'm going to go look for You get a ton of books. Cool. I usually only think of them. I only think of them as games. I never even think about this sort of thing. That's great. Yeah. Every once in a while, they do a cosplay one, and we've been lucky enough to participate. Uh, You get a ton of books. It's super cheap. I think you can get 40 books for like $18, which is bananas. That is. Uh, And you help charity while you do it. So there it is the cosplayer's bookshelf. And uh, boy, that's a. Let's see. What are they asking for this one? 18? Jeez. Mm -hmm. 18 of the minimum. That's crazy. And your stuff's in here. That's awesome. <clears throat> Go check it out. In fact, there it is. Foamsmith 3. Look at that. That's Bill right there. That's his face. Yeah. Yeah. Sure is. <laughs> Very cool, nice. man. All right. Well, so, ebooks are, are awesome. It's a great way. If you're, if you're a reader, it's usually a pretty good way to get a lot of information for fairly cheap. Uh, and I recommend if you have a, a favorite creator, like a YouTuber or someone online that you follow, and they have an ebook of some kind that they sell, recommend picking it up mm, nice. uh, it's a great way for you to get what would usually be their premium content so for example all of my foamsmith books you can get all that information in my videos but you have to watch hundreds of hours of videos <laughs> are you do you book, have, do you have the further book is where it's all consolidated do you have further foamsmith plans like as three the was it always a trilogy or do you are you going to put a fourth uh, edition in there or what's the plan with is there those? more story to tell yeah, yeah. Uh, i don't i have some other stuff i'm working on i have some more video courses that i'm working on and i don't currently have a a fourth foamsmith book in the in the works oh i need closure a couple of those characters were really you know they're <laughs> yeah, really no, right? hanging. Yeah. The threads that were never uh never tied up <laughs> it's all right look george rr R. martin can put off a book for 12 years so can you don't worry about it okay yeah don't worry yeah. uh 20 years from now we'll have the long-awaited films with four okay sweet uh, it'll be worth uh, it it'll be worth every minute it um, will anyway i do like that i've written a trilogy though that's a good mm-hmm. word yeah. Yeah, feels very sure. completionist mm-hmm. <laughs> law of threes everybody likes three three is good yeah yeah nothing wrong with that uh so if you're uh if if some of your favorite makers have a, a digital book i recommend go buy it uh it's great 
because you can fill your tablet with an almost unlimited number of books. You don't have to carry, you know, the paper books with you everywhere. Uh, and independent creators are getting really good at publishing their own professional quality books now. Uh, 10, 15 years ago, it wasn't the case. Um, but when you look at all the books in that Humble Bundle, like the covers all have astonishing photography, the layouts, everyone's getting really, really good. So the thought that you might be getting a lesser quality book just because you're buying it from an independent creator uh, is not the case. No, Hopefully those those days are gone. I mean, I as much as I loved the era of uh, like zines, like, you know, skater, yeah, right? skater zines and stuff like that, or artists were doing yeah. zines and things. I love that stuff partly because it was so low rent and so low quality because mm-hmm. it just had this kind of gorilla quality to it. But uh, the, these days, I mean, just the tools are just there. Like, oh, yeah, everybody yeah. can make whatever they need to and make it look as, as nice as they want. In fact, my first ebook I wrote, um, I I remastered it a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah. I uh, the first one I made was was text. It was a text document. It wasn't really <laughs> formatted to look pretty or anything. Mm. Um, so I re- reformatted it recently, and we actually give that away for free on our website now. Oh, nice! Um, but it's a nicer version. It looks a little better. I added some new photos and everything. But that first one was super janky, but it got the ball rolling. It totally yeah. did. Sometimes you got to get the ball rolling, and then you know, and then be embarrassed by your ball, and then go back and mm-hmm. fix your ball. Yeah, I I'm understand. Perpetually embarrassed by my old balls. <laughs> Sure, sure. <laughs> They're really embarrassing. I'll just say, as an outsider looking in, those are embarrassing yeah, balls. Yeah. Embarrassing balls. Embarrassing. Yeah. <clears throat> Very nice. Uh, all right. Uh, so you're. So I'm sorry, but I interrupted something, and then you were you, oh, yeah. you were going somewhere. Go well, ahead. I wanted to point out if you're a creator, if you make content, you make videos or podcasts, consider writing and selling an ebook, especially if you make tutorial content. Like that goes hand in hand. That's mm-hmm. perfect for what we do. Uh, what's amazing is you can make your topic about any niche you want there's no publisher to tell you what you should be writing about you can dive you can deep dive into some wacky stuff and find the thing that your fans want to pay you money to read about sure uh ebooks are free to distribute this is a huge one no fulfillment required you don't have to mail anything so also by the way they're tearing up our um our uh, porch in the back, so you might hear some. <laughs> I heard a couple, yeah, I heard some noise a minute ago. I'm not hearing it now. Yeah. But, uh, you might hear some hammering going on over there. Uh, anyway, I, I love selling digital stuff because people buy it. It gets emailed directly to them. They can download it. I don't have to touch it. Yeah. Makes, um, it's really, really awesome from the seller perspective. Sure. Uh, and you can play fast and loose with the pricing on your books without losing your shirt since fulfillment is free. When you sell physical goods, it's easy to accidentally chew up all of your margin by pricing it incorrectly or, or having like a really aggressive sale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you like lose it on the, uh, the shipping. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah shipping sucks. Uh, ebooks are a great thing. Like I said, it's a great thing you could use to give away for free as different types of incentives. Uh, for example, if maybe if you want people to join your mailing list, they could uh, get a free ebook when they join. That sort of thing. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, and it's super easy to sell digital products on other people's platforms. So, for example, this Humble Bundle was really easy. All I had to do was send them my files and sign something and agree to it and promote the thing. And we get extra sales that way. 
We also have our ebooks for sale on our website, but also on many of our other friends' websites, and we split the profits. Uh, so all of that stuff is just so much easier to do when it's not a physical item. You can just send them the files and agree to split the profits, and we just fulfill that at the end of every month. It's really great. What do you think of the current trend toward everybody making uh, newsletters uh, as a new form of this sort of idea, at least a way of keeping up with people that's a little old school in, in yeah. a way, but in other ways it's, you know, they're it's obviously using modern tools and stuff, but have you thought about doing that uh, there? Oh, we have, we have a newsletter. In fact, in 2013, Nicole Spag told me I should have a newsletter. So I did it immediately and I've never regretted it. Yeah. Still do it. Best advice ever. Yeah. Yep. I have a, I have an email list full of thousands of names of customers. These are people who have already bought something from me uh, and I can email them directly to worry about algorithms or any of that. I can just drop a note right in their inbox. So yeah, definitely, definitely. If you run a business on the internet, you should have a newsletter. Nice. Uh, uh, yeah. And then a little bit of advice if you're getting started, if you want to write an ebook. Uh, I wrote my first ebook in Google Docs and I just exported the PDF and I sold that PDF on my website. It was not technically challenging. And if you want to get started, all you have to do is just start putting words on a page. You could write the whole book on your phone if you want. Uh, then uh, the the bit of advice I got this was from Brian Brushwood <laughs> when I wrote my first ebook he said write the first book quickly don't waste a lot of time on it sell it for cheap and then write another one mm. basically you have to get your your credibility as a writer jump started somewhere and you don't want to spend forever writing an epic book that no one's going to buy or read sure. so write that first one quickly mm. don't ask a lot of money for it so that people start buying it and then keep the trend going right another that's point. really that is really yeah. good advice it's good advice yeah. hopefully yep. you st- hopefully the first one even though you kind of banged it out you know quicker to get it going hopefully you know there is least a semblance of oh this guy's you know <laughs> oh, he's yeah. good he's, none of these words make sense it's yeah. as if he just <laughs> so that matters some but yeah yeah i did like i said the content in the in that first ebook was good it wasn't very long but i asked like five dollars for it uh the content was good and i got it done I finished it. I wrote it in a week, I think. And that gave me a place to start from. And now uh, our website and our books make up maybe half of our income uh, compared to the YouTube videos and the ad revenue and all that stuff. So worth worth it. Yeah, (laughs) totally worth it. Are you kidding? That sounds amazing. It was was only a ton of work. Yeah, but that's all. It's only a ton of work. Uh, oh, the the other thing that. I've yeah. noticed is I think society may be finally to the point where w- the reason that mail rates have gone up so much, there's a bunch of factors involved. But one of them is we live in a time where almost anything that has words in it no longer needs to be sent in the mail. Mm-hmm. Like you just don't need to anymore. And that's also true with, of a lot of rich content, uh, video and, and photos, obviously, and, mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. So. I'm a little surprised we even bother anymore. We're, we're to the point where we don't really need to have a lot of the things we ship physically shipped that way anymore. A yeah. lot of it would be just better digitally. So, you know, some people have said to me, hey, Scott, I want a Fred and Can, you know, first three years compilation book. And I always think, well, it's got to be a book, right? No one's going to want to have anything but a book. It's got to be a hardbound yeah. book. But Can't maybe not. Yeah. Maybe it's just a ebook thing. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's something yeah. like that. I don't know. I mean, I guess the internet is already an ebook, and you can go see the strip any anytime you want. Yeah. But but what if but what <laughs> if I compiled something that was like here are a bunch of sketches, here are some early concepts I didn't use, here are some you know. Oh yeah, like, that's, that's what cool. they want. So yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what. What we do with our books is we, uh, we when I say we, Brittany does the, the, the formatting. We use um, InDesign for all that. But the books are formatted for print, so they can be printed, and we do get our books printed. But that print formatted book, yeah, you just export it as a PDF. Yeah, super and easy. And you're good to go. So yeah. you can just start selling that. And then if people ask for a print book, which is what happened with us. We had eBooks for a long time. But then people said, I want to print a copy. People were printing out their own Foamsmith book and binding it themselves. So they had mm-hmm. something in the shop. So that's when we decided, okay, cool. Let's just get these things printed. But you can format it for print without planning on printing it. And then just export a PDF to sell on the internet. Just see and then if there's a demand for it. If yeah. there's a demand, start printing. Yeah. Print, baby. That's what we're saying. Mm-hmm. It's brilliant. It's really smart. Uh, nice. Well, uh, good advice all around as always. And um, it's probably nice to be back. You're probably feeling like ready to creatively hit the hit the rubber to the road here and go crazy, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. We're, we we're having video done next week, and I'm really excited about it. Oh, very nice. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, you always have a little bonus link with you. Let's hear what this week's is. What do you got? I do. Uh, Clickspring, my favorite uh, one of... I don't want to make anyone feel bad. One of my favorite... <laughs> Machinists on YouTube. Sorry if this old Tony is watching. Uh, <laughs> anyway, he's been building this anti-Kethera mechanism for a long time. He finally has a new video out making this backplate, doing a whole bunch of scribing like letters and stuff in brass. It's it looks like a ton of work, but it's really satisfying to watch. Ooh, brass is cool. Yeah, it is really cool. I don't know why there's not more. Well, whatever. People think of brass as like a late sixties, seventies. Aesthetic or whatever, mm-hmm. but I think brass has just always been like my favorite oh. looking metal. I'm with you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. It's right. Re- oh, look at that, dude. This That's guy. so cool. Yeah. So he's trying to use as old school techniques as possible to make this thing. Mm. So he made his own marking fluid, and he's really going old school on this. It's taken him years. It's <laughs> been months since another video came out, but it's. Probably because it took him months just to scribe all of that text. This is a guy who knows how to take his time. You know, this is oh, a yeah. guy. This is a guy who who would know how to make a uh, Zathura uh, board game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We were just talking about this. We were saying somebody yeah. should make that Zathura board game, and Bill it could be you. Uh, oh, but uh, nobody cares about Zathura anymore, so maybe it's a bad idea. But the point is, like that kind of intricate metal. Even though it's a yeah. toy, but that metalworking kind of stuff is so rad. Mm-hmm. And this looks like a, just a really hard version of that. I'm like, man. Yeah. <laughs> look at all these little tiny. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. My eyes couldn't do it. Even with the best zoomy glasses, I don't think I could do this. Jeez, no kidding. Yeah, that's no good. All right. Uh, very cool. Go check that out. That, of course, is the ClickSpring channel on YouTube. And Bill's is Punish Props. Also, PunishProps.com will get you there. Hey, Bill, thanks for hanging out with us. We'll look forward to seeing you next week. You got it. See you guys. Okay, bye-bye now. See ya. Bye-bye. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. All right, let's do this. Let's get Bobby involved. Uh, you know him. You love him. It's Bobby. I know him, and I do love him. Yeah, I love him, too. He's a cuddly little southern guy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he is. Science. Time for some science with Bobby. He comes on the show and does a little science segment every Tuesday, and we love having him here. Bobby, welcome back. How are you? I'm feeling Southern. Are you now? Good. Good. Uh, yeah. Cuddly? Good. Are you feeling cuddly is the question. <laughs> uh, Sure. Yeah. 
Okay. Very nice. Always, always down for cuddles. How far are you from uh, Pensacola, Florida, if you had to guess? If you oh, had my jeez. Let's see, you had like, to drive it. You had to drive that. How long? Eight hours, maybe? Eight hours? That uh, location. Ah, dang it, because Kim's going to be there today, and I thought, well, hey, uh, they'll be in the same zone, but you're eight hours away from there, so no, you will not I'd be. rather fly. Okay, there you go. She's in Mississippi, um, so she's for her, it's like an hour and a half drive. No big deal, but... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, Florida's a is deceptively far away. Places in Florida are, even though it's like only Georgia is between us. It's a big state. That well, that'd be like me going to Colorado. Even that's a ten hour drive, but you're right yeah. next to us. You know. Yeah. So if I want to go to Denver, I got to drive ten hours. If I want to go, everything's really far away over there in the west. Though, right? Yeah, it we're really we're pretty effed yeah. up. Big swaths of open range that you have to get through. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, there are lots of buffalo out there. There used to be. <laughs> <laughs> I think we maybe killed a lot of them, but uh, there's uh, no. I don't know. There's still buffalo out here. I don't know where they run wild though. Probably somewhere, and they're protected now. So home, home on the range is where I heard that they. Yeah, where the buffalo roam. Are. Yeah. 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 You look. You paid attention in school. You know what's up. Or that's deer and the antelope. I'm sorry. That's where they play. Yeah. Right. Uh, purple mountains and all that. <laughs> they're not as purple as as you may believe. The mountains. No, they're no, they're no. they're majesty, but they're not purple so much. They're kind mm. of blue and Got green. Majestic. And, yeah, majestic. Sure. sure, I'll give it that. Anyway, Bobby. Hey, science. Uh, let's get to it. Before we get too far, though, you're going to tell me or tell us why it's still important that we have these tests, uh, COVID tests that don't work for four days until you're already sick. Like, how is that good for us? What's going on? Well, yeah. So the the antigen test, which are the ones that you're talking about. So there's PCR tests and antigen tests. Yeah. Um, the antigen tests are the rapid at home tests, and they're really useful because of. So you're right. Let me let me start by saying that you're right. It does. It can it can take up to four to five days to get a positive result, and that's why they're always said. Uh, it's always said to to te- to wait four or five days until s- from either first symptoms or from a known exposure, um, right? So that way you can know that you're going to be getting a good result, uh, or or in a in a state where you where you will get a result if you need to. But remember, if you do test positive, you're supposed to quarantine for a good time after that too. Because you can be contagious for a while, so it might take four or five days. But but knowing even that late is still good to stop spread. And there's data behind this too. There's been a bunch of data that was collected that showed that in areas where there was a lot of um, antigen, like rapid antigen testing, was uh, was happening a lot in that area, then it it was preventing spread of um of omicron and delta so but 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 you're right about the fact that it takes a while and that seems frustrating especially when you compare it to delta delta you could get a you you were able to get a a positive result on the home tests faster Mm. and then that was the one of the big changes with omicron was it was it would take longer to get a positive so this is one of those situations once again where we're you know as best we can we're trying to keep up with the the way the thing changes and evolves but we're you know we're beholden to whatever direction it goes and so these tests may be antiquated already a little a little bit in that regard anyway and there's not much you can do so they're not antiquated It, it has a lot to do with just how the virus does what it does so the antigen tests 
they in the name it tells you what they're testing for they're testing for the antigen which are the protein like pieces that are on on the virus so in 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 the case of of covid you're talking about those spike proteins it's looking for those and without getting into the details about like how the chemistry works and everything it's basically if those spike proteins are in there the test can detect it and causes the 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 strip the 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 part of the strip that has the the line on it that you're looking for has a different chemical there and it will change color if if it encounters one of these one of these proteins in the the covid thing so the reason i say that is and explain that is because you have to have enough fully formed and re- and and the virus has to have replicated enough mm. for there to be these fully these proteins there mm. which since they're on the surface of the virus itself like the the virus has to form and and replicate enough the reason the pcr tests are faster is because they're looking for something else what they're looking for just little pieces of the dna mm. in the in the virus and it's not just that they're looking for little pieces but the technology of a pcr test pcr means polymerase chain reaction it's um it's the technology that's being used and what it does is it just it looks for little little pieces of dna or rna and it and then it when it finds it it amplifies it by replicating those rna it just makes it just copies them over and over and over and over again and it's a chain reaction that carries and so it amplifies that signal if it exists and so you don't need very much of it for it to be able to detect it the downside to pcr tests is you it takes longer to get a result so the Uh, pcr test is not a practical thing for home i assume for many reasons like what are the uh, is there any like big why why are we not doing pcr at home even if it takes longer uh, it takes it takes equipment that you don't have in your okay. home, and you need to be specially trained to to, to use. Okay, so they haven't um, figured out a way to shrink that down into something you can buy as a kit and just have. That's what here. what's her name with the weird voice was trying to do. Weird voice. <laughs> Wait, who? You know, uh, with the with uh, what's uh, what was the you know she she scammed everybody. Oh, what was her, oh what was her Theranos? Name? Uh, yeah, uh, Theranos. Uh, <laughs> she right, wasn't yeah, trying to make it so that you could do it in your home, but she was trying to make it. it the so drop that, of blood tells you yeah. every single thing. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> that's right. So, well, turns we sh- out that it's not easy to do. That. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it turns out she was also kind of lying through her teeth that it was easy to do. Even so. if you do have uh, Saeed from Lost on your side, it yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, even then, I and I always thought if you had that guy on your well, side, you're you good. Got Saeed. You're Saeed good. can do anything. But yeah, you're golden. Except get Red off the Fraggle, island. Amy in the in the chat was asking, does that imply that the tests like are looking for something different than than what Omicron has or something like that? No, it's just that um, maybe I actually don't know the details about that, but I think what I know is that it just doesn't have as many just whatever specific chemistry is going on with the tests. Omicron is better at evading it. Um, it just wow. doesn't get picked up quite as easy, but it's the same thing that's happening. It's just maybe there's another protein on the surface that interferes or something like that. I, I don't want to say too much because I don't know technically what it is, but um, right. But yeah, interesting. So. Well, there you have it. Uh, that's why these tests differ, everybody. So enjoy. 
now, uh, what did you actually come with today, though? What what hot topic is just um, ripping out of your? I, brain? I, that was I actually had a a, uh, a a choice for you, and that was one of them. Was because I just read a whole thing about rapid antigen test accuracy, um, and um, so. But also, we could, you know, there's a black hole that we've imaged the black hole in the center of our galaxy. Um, oh finally. yeah, I just saw the the photos of that thing. That's really cool. Yeah, it is really cool. So it doesn't look a lot different than the first one that we imaged, if you remember that. Um, but you would expect that black holes would probably mostly look the same. Um, so uh, th- that's not surprising. But um, it, it's pretty cool that we've finally done that because since the '80s, we've theorized. Physicists have theorized that that our Milky Way galaxy probably had a supermassive black hole in the center of it. And just like pretty much any spiral or elliptical galaxy probably does, but we'd never, we all, the only evidence we had was observing the, uh, well, this isn't the only evidence, but one of the main pieces of evidence that we had was observing the motion of stars near the center of our galaxy and how they, they orbited around very fast around something that we couldn't see Mm -hmm. in fact some of the stars were were moving at like like i think like 14 or 18 percent the speed of light um as they orbit closely to the black which is very fast for a star by the way um are they normally (laughs) slower than i I have no idea what they're normally moving a lot slower than that um if you're moving at like Eight fourteen percent the speed of light, like we, that's the that's the dream right there. <laughs> like that would get us to places, um, but uh, that's that's we're not doing that. But no. these stars that are moving very, it takes a lot of gravity pulling really hard on these stars to to get it to go that fast. But we now have direct evidence that there there is in fact a supermassive black hole at the center of our galaxy. So that's cool. Yeah. Muse, Muse theorized that too with that song. Oh, uh, did they? Supermassive black hole, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's uh, you know I the, knew they the were esteemed be- physicist. Yeah, yeah esteemed, esteemed physicist. physicist Muse. Muse. Yeah. <laughs> um, it'd be funny the if other- it was like Brian May and has an actual like doctorate, uh, right? Or, an actual degree. Yeah, yeah, that'd be funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the why other, is it always so other- damn blurry when I see it, Bobby? Why does it always look like a big, you know, just an ugly yeah. thing? Do we not have the tech to see this better, or what's what's the deal? It's um, there's a couple of reasons. Black holes are really hard to see. They are, in fact, by nature, not easy to see because of what they are. Um, they capture... So in case anybody happens to not know, a black hole is a black hole because it's it's got such intense gravity that it captures any light that gets within um, a certain distance from it. So you can't, by definition, see it directly because any light that gets into it will not come out. Mm. Um, so it's a black hole. So it's hard to see, um, but also because there's there the way we have basically our to see it, you have to have a very 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 large uh, uh, radio telescope to be able to see it. So large, in fact, it has to be like as big as the Earth oh, um, wow. to be able to see it. Okay. So you might be wondering. How do how do we see it then? Because we don't have a telescope that big, um, but uh, you're able to use some fancy fancy physics and math and and tricks to to combine 
radio telescopes that are located in a bunch of different places all over the Earth and all point them at the same place and and um, and then combine all that data to effectively have uh, a telescope, a radio telescope that's the size of the Earth. They call that um, what was it called? The Event Horizon Telescope is, oh. is what they what they call the. Yeah, uh, that's where Sam Neil gets all cracky and gross looking. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what the Event Horizon is, right? Yeah, Maybe you don't. It's, it's the space where the you're uh, in the sweet spot between two gravitational pulls. Um, no, it's uh, it's it has to do with a black hole. It's um, it does have to do with gravity though. It's the event horizon is the horizon over which you can no longer see things that are around the black hole. It's the point oh, gotcha. that when okay. light gets close enough, it can no longer escape. That that threshold is called the event horizon. So theoretically, if you could be near a black hole and see everything behind it but not see the black hole because of you can't but uh you would see a shadow a dark circle that the edge of that dark circle would be the event horizon because that's when nothing can escape even yeah. light yeah okay. and the movie the the concept was when they finally got to observe that it was a gateway to hell basically Right. And then all the demons well, came out. It's not fun no. to get that close. No, it's pretty pretty bad to get that close. And Sam Neill gets all remember, ripped apart. It was the, uh, what I was thinking of was that thing in 2010 that kept the uh, the ships in the synchronous orbit around Jupiter uh, as they were inspecting the monolith, you know, the sequel to there 2001. Are, you might be referring to Lagrange points. Maybe that's it, yes. Lagrange. Lagrange. I, yes. I remember ZZ Top, the yeah. noted <laughs> physicist ZZ Top, talking about the Specific, Specifically, uh, drummer Frank Beard, famous for his dissertation. <laughs> that's right, exactly. Yeah. Famous both for his lack of beard and his uh, discovery of the <laughs> Lagrange point. That sounds right. <laughs> Ask your, yeah, ask Lagrange your uncles, points everybody. are um, yeah. when you have, exactly when you have multiple gravitational, yeah. like large bodies, the the points at which their gravitational forces cancel each other out to where you can have a stable orbit at that point. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's French for the Grange, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yes, yeah. exactly. So uh, that's interesting. So if we ever want to, um, the close, we're probably as close as we're ever going to be to a black hole without problems, right? We're never going to just like get. I mean, humans. We're never going to get like flying up in there or go anywhere near that. We're not as close to one. I mean, you can get pre- you can get pretty close to a black hole, believe it or not. Like you can't get right up to the event horizon. But one of the one of the misconceptions about black holes is that if you're around a black hole, then eventually you'll just get sucked into it. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's not true. It, uh, imagine, imagine that our sun suddenly turned into a black hole. It wouldn't, and it can't for many reasons. But just forget that. <laughs> um, <laughs> imagine that our sun turns into a black hole. Okay. Well, it still has the same gravitational force as before it was a black hole. It's just in a smaller package now. Mm. So, believe it or not, if our sun just suddenly turned into a black hole of the same mass, we would continue orbiting it exactly the same. Now, we'd, there'd be no sunlight, so we'd all die. Yeah, we'd all be dead. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But the planet itself would not get sucked really? into it. So it doesn't. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So so yeah, Hollywood once again just turned into this big, massive gravity suck, but like a gravity well. Yeah. No, anything that is currently orbiting the sun without any problems 
mm-hmm. um, will continue to orbit. We'll continue to do that because you hole. have not wow. changed anything in terms of gravity when when it when it does that. So you, there are plenty of stable orbits around black holes that you could be at. It's just once you get close enough to it where um, you can no longer you know escape its gravitational force that's when there's a problem that's but that's cool. that's pretty close yeah. to a black hole you'd have to get pretty close yeah so. so this idea that you get sucked in and pulled apart and stretched out and all that it's all movies well, that's true it's it's just again how close are you going to get you've heard of spaghettification yeah right? oh yeah the mm-hmm. idea that if you get too close to a black hole the the gravitational forces are so great that the gravity acting on your feet is greater than the gravity that's acting on your head, so it pulls harder on your feet and stretches it out. Yeah, and um, then it and so you lit. That's what physicists actually call it: is being spaghettified because it would pull you into. Well, that's a, long a real string of person. It's a real visual they've come up with there. Spaghettification yeah. of a man. Spaghettification. Yeah. When you're here, it's good. You're there aren't out. a lot of there aren't a lot of really like uh, like good names of things in physics sometimes they're all very technical like for example the star at the center of our galaxy is just called sagittarius a star that's boring it is boring as hell yeah, yeah. it's up. better than most other ones that are just like mr 43 or something like that well at least those are those are kind of um i don't know they sound like like e- not evil but like ooh an ominous number with a letter in it ooh at least that's something but when someone goes oh yeah that's the sun we call frank like fucking <laughs> lame dude right. i like i want some yeah. sci-fi in my naming convention i would like frank though because that you know like i know a frank it, it would give it personality it would i start putting personifying it like i could i could be friends with the frank you could star. be friends with the frank star yeah mm-hmm. well, i don't yeah. think frank i know star would probably give you a ride to the airport probably yeah. would probably help you move i would couch. give frank star yeah uh the best tip i could on um on lyft if okay I, if nice. I, if all right nice. good yeah. no, not on uber because we don't like uber yeah. hey uh yeah. so um uh <laughs> i just i just occurred to me i don't think i know a frank at all i don't know any franks My i don't actually know a frank, frank. your grandpa oh, well, was frank my grandpa was Frank. I don't have any Franks in my life. Uh, yeah, I don't either. I lied late, to you. About cousin's Frank. late husband was named Frank. See all these Franks. My last name's Frank and Burger. Oh, that's right. And he's a, yeah, you know a Frank. You know a Franks. I'm a Bobby Franks. Yeah. I know a Bobby Franks. You know, uh, I know a Frank and Burger. I know. You know uh, an old man Franks. Old man Franks, which is a fake name though. It's not really his name. Yeah, that's well. So yeah, I guess well, I'm out of Frank. I don't have real Franks in my life. You're out of Franks. You yeah. need to head on over to the grocery store. <laughs> you can never be out. You should never be out of Franks. Oh, Ooh. now I'm hungry for Franks. Is what he's does. about to Imagine say. a big dressed hot dog, Brian, with everything on it. Oh my uh, lord, that uh, sounds good. Yeah, you, you can go. get one of those at Five Guys too. I know, and they're good there. Don't make me go there two <laughs> days in a row. My wife needs to come <laughs> oh, home. My God. Just right. uh, well. Anyway, Bobby, always always fun to go down these roads with you, and um, uh, always always fun to go down the black hole, the old black hole road. <laughs> right. Yep, it's yeah. like that famous song. I'm taking my horse to the black hole. Oh, I was using black hole road. Oh, that's a good one too. That's better. <laughs> that's more generation appropriate for me. Yeah, I it is that. exactly. Yeah. Yes, right. Uh, Bobby, tell us where you can give more science advice on your cool podcast. How can people get it? What's it called? Science advice is we're that's what we give on all around science is the name of the podcast. Me and Mora talk about uh, science news and whatever cool things. We just talked about something really cool yesterday. 
It's um, this uh, this thing I'd never heard of before called phyto mining. Phyto means plant, and it's mm. plants. Oh, P H Y T O mining. Okay. Yes. Yep. Plants that can literally pool metal out of the soil, and then you can extract the metal from the plants. So it's it's plants that people are are working on figuring out how to. They they are able to do it. It's just how do you scale it up? Whoa, that's um, cool. I didn't know there's metal in know- plants. Man, plants are so metal. I had no idea. Exactly. <laughs> Is that? I mean, like a significant amount of metals, like. Yeah, so mining right now, so I'll give you a little tease for the episode, then you can get the rest of it on All Around Science. But mining right now, the whole process, if you take a big chunk of stuff that you pull out of the ground, the best mining practices are like, I think like, I don't know, like 5 to 10% of that stuff is going to be metal. You're going to get metal out of it. Um, But with phyto mining, it can be up to like 35 to 40%. Hmm. Um, of the material and I'm not talking about just like literally you have plant mass that percentage of it would be metal so it's you're not digging in the earth and it's more it could potentially be more efficient Um, it could do all sorts of things there's other benefits too about reclaiming toxified land too so check out this latest episode of All Around Science when we talk about it. Very nice. I think that'd be a great idea. You guys should all go do that. Do it now. And uh, Bobby, I want you to have a great week and come back here next time and talk more stuff like this. I will. Oh, except it won't be next week because I have a dental appointment where my face is being worked on. So you won't be here next oh, week. The week right. after <laughs> The week after that, you will be. <laughs> oh, I cut him off. Didn't mean to. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. That actually was such a good one. Kind of yeah. didn't mean to do that. Also, I just closed my browser and I don't know why. What is wrong with me? Scott, come on now. You've been at this for a while. You shouldn't. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what's next. Uh, uh, end times. Oh, end good. End times. That's what times. it says in our notes. Fantastic. Um, so it says in our notes, yeah. All right, this is loading. It's loading. We're loading. While you're doing that, I'll tell people that uh, on America's Next Top Podcaster.com, as of this morning, you can go and listen to the three entries in the Ali Spagnola interview challenge. Each team had 15 minutes to interview superstar, uh, superstar and high fiver, uh, Ali Spagnola, and then turn that 15 minute interview into a 10 minute podcast. Who's reign supreme? Well, you'll find out tomorrow. But for right now, you can go listen to those three interviews. Very, very nice. They're very good. They're very well. Two. Well, they're very good. They're very good. Yeah. <laughs> One went two home. Two of them though. are very, very good. Two of them are good <laughs> enough to not be kicked out that week. So uh, right, exactly. Look yes. at it that way. All right, that is going to do it for us. A big thanks to all our patrons who helped this show make uh, or help this show be possible at all. Uh, Patreon.com/slash/tms is a place where you can go throw us as little as a dollar a month, and boom, you're a supporter. Lots of reasons to do that. You just got to read about them. It's over at Frog Pants, or sorry, over at Patreon.com/slash/tms. For everything else, if you want to request a song, if you're looking for ways of contacting us, a million other things, all things related to the show, you can find those all at FrogPants.com/slash/tms. We will now exit the building, but before we do, a song Brian has brought to play. What are we playing? What are we sure. doing? Sure. Well, I had to make up to uh, Talia because uh, she sent a request in a while back for a Kit Boga cover, and Kit Boga is this person on this guy on the internet that does these amazing. Um, he trolls 
uh, uh, scammers, right? So he he finds these scammers who are like, oh, yeah, just send me a uh, a gift card worth this amount and I'll do this blah, 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 you know. Oh, I watched this, this guy on TikTok. He's great, this guy. He is great. And he keeps on. He does this amazing voice that it sounds like <laughs> an old lady. Yeah. Um, what do I need to click again? And, I've seen him do it where he's actually gotten money out of these people. Yes, like, yes. And he's gotten them to sing uh, like Spice Girls songs and all these other songs. Like, uh, well, yeah. while I'm waiting, could you sing, uh, do you know the first few words of <laughs> Wanna Be by the Spice Girls or something like that? <laughs> I don't know how he does it, but this guy is a national treasure. He's done for scammers what uh, that rover guy has done for porch pirates. Oh yeah, it's like we need we need to we need to clone and make you know our, uh, weaponize these people. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Talia requested a cover uh, uh, by him, and I I just couldn't do it. Couldn't find anything that I think would work well on the show without the visuals. It's very important visuals on this show. They do. Yeah. For an audio Something, podcast, really matters. Anyway. Right. But she did send this cover in, and I felt like, well, I have to do this one because I didn't do the last one. She says, uh, hey, Cover Brain, so the TV show Amphibia is ending this last weekend, or ended this last weekend, and I'd like to remember it. It's just a kid's show, but it meant a lot to me going through a hard time in my life. There are a lot of remixes and covers of the theme song on SoundCloud that could work, or just make sure they're a decent length. If not, um, you know, here's a link to one that I really like, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Fornicate Arts of the Electronic Variety, signed Talia. Nice. <laughs> I checked out some of this show, Amphibia. It looks really cool. It, mm. it, you know, all right, if it's a kid's show, sure, but it looks really, really cool, and I kind of want to watch more of it, so I might have to do that. Uh, so... Uh, she requested a cover of the theme song. Well, I've got one. Actually, there was an episode called Battle of the Bands. And on that, there are two songs that uh, have kind of gotten merged together in this cover. It's uh, Heart Stomper and No Big Deal, covered here by Meals of the song from Amphibia. Here is Heart Stomper and No Big Deal. Don't mess this up with me, guys. I'm a heart stomper, stomping on hearts. If you wanna get away, you're gonna need a head start. I can keep this up forever if you're trying to feel better to get up with someone else. You can call it too good to also for her.
Took a leap through a box, super weird to a swamp with Vox Talk. Whoa. Now I'm stuck, got no plans, just my luck, I'll do the best that I can. Whoa. Making friends and enemies, it's weird but I just glued on me. It's no big deal, yeah no big deal, find a way to start. I just hope there's a very cool guitar solo about to drop. Here it goes. Such a weird fight! This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.